You are listening to episode 119 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Do you remember far back we had a listener that... Probably I... not. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead with your question. I, I will. I'll continue on, just in case. The outside shot. <laughs> or, or, or that you'll pretend and amuse in me. The, in, the, in the off chance. Right. So... We had a listener at one point. I said, the reason I don't go to R&B or rap concerts anymore is because, you know, when you go to concerts, they sound exactly like the album. And we had somebody come back and say... Or worse. Right. right. Likely and, to be worse. And, well, not the rock bands that we go to. They, they oh. sound, you know, exactly like, like you imagine them to. And one of the listeners had mentioned that Freddie Mercury had said that concerts aren't meant to be exact replications of the album. And my retort to that was, yeah, but it's fucking Freddie Mercury. That guy's got a ridiculous voice. Something really cool happened. I have firsthand experience of that. Part of the VIP pass package that Karen and I bought to go to Corn was when the, when the tour was over, they would we, we would have the ability to download the exact concert we went to. We, we'd hear directly from the soundboard. And we got that this week. And not ever being able to hear him sing directly from the soundboard, the one thing I noticed is that when he sings in concert, he doesn't sing it exactly like the album, but what he does, and this is what we love about rock concerts so much, is he showcases his talent. You know, he doesn't bail on the big notes. He doesn't change the 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 pitch or, or you know what, whatever the, the the cadence, the rhythm of the song. But he'll change the way he sings it. He'll he'll. I mean, I can't. I don't know enough about singing to be able to accurately describe all the various things you can do. But you can listen to it and go, that's not how it sounds on the album but I think it's awesome. You know what it's almost like, Brian? It's almost like if they gave me access to all of the demos that they were working on and listening to them perform live or listening to Jonathan sing live was almost like listening to him like practice the song to figure out how he wanted to do it. And you know, he sang it a little different this time, a little bit different that time, but all of them are still good. It's just, it's an accurate representation of his vocal talents and it was so awesome that after having that whole conversation and that whole situation go on, that I have direct access to yet another layer to why I love live concerts, and it's those artists who may not sing it exactly the same. I don't need, I don't need them to. I need them to showcase their talent, and that's what I got out of that live recording. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think it's a fair observation. I, one thing that jumped out at me, uh, I'm sorry, Jonathan? You guys are like on a first-name basis We now. are. We are on a Jonathan. <laughs> what am I going to call him, Mr. Davis? <laughs> that's, that's his name, Brian. No, with live concerts, I, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I would, I, I've been to hip-hop and R&B concerts, and they're, for the most part, hip-hop is just absolutely garbage. But 
you find so many, you know, you find that so many artists are, are having so much pitch correction and right, yeah. so many uh, production uh, production side corrections and enhancements to their music. It, it's you know, it's like you're just ma- a manufactured artist. You yeah. know, at least yeah, if you if you write your own lyrics, that's one thing. Right. But, yeah. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. But that was that was awesome. I wanted to share that. Good. Good. Well, I'm glad you did. Well, thank you. Glad I did too. <laughs> I feel better about it. <laughs> good. Good. All right. Well, how about the random Vegas for this week? And the mansification of Las Vegas will continue. <laughs> <laughs> Pinup Pizza at Planet Hollywood offers the biggest slice of pizza on the strip at 15 inches. <laughs> we got that. I had like 20 dick jokes run through my head, and I'm like, I, know, I can't. I was just kind of cycling through the Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> I just eventually decided to bail on it. Yeah. We'll just pretend we did one. Right. <laughs> we got that from, of course, Planet Hollywood. I thought that nice. was interesting, but if it's a piece of shit, it's the biggest piece of shit on the strip. So <laughs> It's the longest one, at least. Right. <laughs> great length all right something we know very well of here that's right it's right it's a gift and a burden yes <laughs> the gift and the curse <laughs> all right how about the vegas mate review of the week all right this week's review comes to us from ao choa who reviewed coyote ugly at new york new york on january 12th gave it one out of five chips tourist trap <laughs> that's it all right, all right two things immediately come to mind that's so consistent with everything I've heard about that place. <laughs> one, how is it a tourist trap? I, from my understanding, no one goes into it. So, I mean, is that one of those things that if you're anywhere at any time, you're going, oh, so let's see, we need some eggs. At coyote Ugly. We have, to, we, we have to go check out the Coyote Ugly. It's just right over there. I mean, it's it's. I, I feel drawn to it. But then the other side that I thought is, I, I was shocked this was still open. I thought it closed like six eight months ago well you know what isn't everything in vegas a tourist trap <laughs> isn't the city itself yeah the city itself is just one giant tourist trap and then there's just many nested tourist traps within that <laughs> i just don't necessarily think this falls into the into the proper definition of of a tourist trap <laughs> I, I don't know the the allure or the the hypnotic draw that coyote ugly at new york new york pulls yeah it's just know. my opinion they made a crappy moody, movie based on on the original which inspired the crappy bars <laughs> <laughs> all right how about the twit pick of the week this week's winner comes to us from at vegas days com for a classic fremont street picture with all the talk and complaining we and several people like us have done about all the changes going on in vegas this photo reminded me how much things inevitably change in vegas all the time and if they didn't odds are we wouldn't have what we have today. That's a really good picture. Thank you. Well, I didn't fucking take it. Yeah, I, well, I know you. No, I'm not complimenting you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this photo, or better known as a postcard in this case, was taken from just west of Fremont and First Street in the late 60s to early 70s. It shows the California Club still in operation across the street from the Mint. The California Club was sold to Steve Wynn in 1973. Shortly after he purchased the Golden Nugget, he promptly expanded the Golden Nugget into that space. The Mint was sold to Binion's Horseshoe in 1988, who also promptly expanded into the space. Sure did. Harris bought, <laughs> which we tend to do, <laughs> to, to, to often our wife's chagrin and or enjoyment. <laughs> chagrin, that's such a good word. Thank you. Chagrin. 
Perez bought the Horseshoe out of bankruptcy in 2004, but only wanted the rights to the name Horseshoe and the World Series of Poker. So shortly after, they promptly sold the physical property to the folks who won the Four Queens. The old Fremont and Golden Nugget signage is still up in the picture. And of course, the signs are perfectly shown off with the black night sky as their backdrop, unfettered by the Fremont Street experience. Unfettered, wow. Thank you, wow. <laughs> you are really making use of the word thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Thank wait, you. Hey, wait a right click. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Back to this. <laughs> Well, I would have loved to see Fremont Street like this, especially the Mint. That's one of my favorite neon signages, of, especially of classic Vegas. What I think we have now is, is, is cool as well, and I think we need to kind of respect it for what it is. Traffic is closed off to that area. We get to watch the property's neon go dark and relight multiple times at night, thanks to the Fremont Street experience. And of course, Fremont still exists. So like an amusement park that hasn't added an attraction in years, if things weren't allowed to change, we wouldn't have what we have today. And I try to remember that whenever I complain about change. But then I remember that I know better than all these fucks and you know, I need to tell them <laughs> how to do their job right. <laughs> um, you know, like the great Tom Callahan said, if you're not growing, you're dying. <laughs> Whoa, well, there you go. No one can argue with sage-like advice there. Actually, I don't even think that was Tommy Callahan. That was his dad. Oh, right? Yeah, I knew where you were going. Oh, no, he was junior. So that was totally, that was totally right on. There you go. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Quality, yes. Tommy, yeah. boy, come on, who doesn't? I'm just making sure. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to insult your intelligence. All right, I, I'll recover quickly because it's right. you. Good, good. All right. Well, as always, we'll link to the photo on a variety of places, um, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. You fucking pussy. <laughs> I found a workaround. <laughs> as you were the pro at. Basically, Brian has figured the workaround out to life. <laughs> the shortcuts to life. I right. should write a book. You should. It, it'll just, be it'll be remarkably short though. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it wouldn't be like me if it wasn't. It's true. <laughs> All right, well, let's move out of the news. Now that we found a shortcut to the news section. Um, why don't you take us into our first story, which is about the fire at Monte Carlo. Yeah, once again, something at Monte Carlo has caught on fire, but this time it is the still under construction double barrel restaurant out oh. in front of the property. Now the fire was contained to only the bar area of the building. The property didn't need to be evacuated and the only injury sustained was from one of the firemen who it wasn't reported as a serious injury. However, the fire did cause $100,000 in damage. It's a drop in the bucket. I know, right? Considering the, I think the the that building alone or that project alone is six million. Now, exactly how the fire started is still under investigation. I'm gonna guess a spark or or flame. <laughs> Very astute of you. <laughs> Thank you. I studied that, Brian. <laughs> I did a tell. whole lot of fucking research. This I can week. tell you invested a great deal of time Thank into you. that one. Thank you. I originally thought perhaps the the flint, the sparking flint that you used in, in science class to to, yes. to set up the burn, uh, the uh, Bunsen burner. The, the Bunsen burner, but yeah, I, nice. I, I don't believe that would be an accurate way to start a fire there. <laughs> no, no. I, I think what they probably did was did they used two pieces of wood and they rubbed them together really quickly with, to, with call, some, to create something called, they, they created heat from friction. With, with some, with some stick kindling below it. 
stick kindling. <laughs> science 101 on the 360 Vegas podcast, folks. It's, it's who, something. Who watches Bill Nye, the science guy? This guy. <laughs> Actually, this household has been real into Sid the Science Kid. Lately. Ooh. Yes, it's a PBS, PBS program. More quality. That's good. All right, well, let's move on to our next topic, which is the light group being sued for sexual harassment. Harassment. Eight when they started doing that. Yeah, that's terrible. Now, according to court papers filed by an anonymous source, the light group's VP of entertainment is being sued for sexual harassment. The papers specifically accused Mustafa Abdi, oh, with that name, I mean, you, that's, that's, that's a complete source of, of confidence and, and morality. But he made... <laughs> That's what we call profiling. Right. <laughs> it's also called an attempt at a joke, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not all gems. No, the majority of them I, I know this. I know this better than most. You fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Though. It's true. It's totally it's sad. true. It's my drink. Uh, the <laughs> but he made, quote, a series of boorish attempts to force the plaintiff into kissing him and touching his genitalia area. You know the one thing about that, though, Brian? Did that not work for your wife? God. From my understanding, that was a successful method for you. Total success. See? That's what I'm talking about. This guy must not be doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Adding some validity to the claim, the company was not named in the suit. So, you know, normally when people are just gold digging, it's it's like, oh, my God, I burned myself with fucking hot coffee. I'm going to sue the goddamn organization of this restaurant and take for $20 billion. (laughs) (laughs) While accusations like this in nightclub settings are typically considered standard practice, a similar lawsuit against the nine group was settled out of court in 2011 for an undisclosed amount. That means that it really happened. Right. Well, and you have to imagine stuff like that. Come on, let's be honest. When you go to a nightclub, for the most part, that's really what you're trying to do is hook up with somebody, right? It's all about dancing, drinking, having a great time, meeting somebody attractive. If you're not already with somebody attractive, you know, and trying to hook up. This guy just had to be a fucking obnoxious piece of shit to have somebody go, okay, you know what? In this den of who can I fuck, you're annoying. (laughs) And I'm going to sue you. Right. (laughs) No, what can you do? I know, right? He tried, all right? <laughs> what do you want him to do? He's just not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't, he just doesn't know how to do it right. Right. He was practicing. How dare you judge it? <laughs> oh. All right. Well, next up, we've got a, well, actually, we've got an update on Bill Gamblin's song. We do. Not having a name isn't slowing various other details regarding the renovation to the property. This week, Vegas Eater reported that there will once again be a basement nightclub in the property formerly known as Gansport. Little was shared in the line of details, except that, as before the renovations, Victor Dre will run the new incarnation, planned to be 13,000 square feet. We also received a signage update. 15 exterior wall signs have been proposed. Because it was so well written, I'm just going to read you the details from Vegas Eater. I don't traditionally like to do this, but I, I, I like to try and read it and then just interpret it, and I found myself writing the exact same thing, so I just wanted to give credit where credit's due. Hmm. Plans are to include, quote, Video screens that total 3,360 square feet. A skinnier 16-foot tall screen will snake round the building, facing the strip and Flamingo Road, creating 210-foot-long boulevard. Billboard. Billboard. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Boulevard. That wouldn't have made any sense. 
No. They're creating a boulevard on the side of the building, Brian. That, <laughs> who's going to drive there? No one. <laughs> Can't get my car up there. I don't know right. why. <laughs> There's going to be traffic jams constantly. <laughs> you know what's funny? I get the impression the first city to look like Minority Report is Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Disney World. Well, yeah, but Disney does it classy. <laughs> with, with Vegas, they're like, look at this. Fucking look at it. That's true. They do do that, Mark. <laughs> they do. That's and, and I'm quoting specifically. They, they totally do it. It's garish. All right. Well, that's that. Uh, I don't have any opinions on this as usual. <laughs> I guess we'll just see. I, you know, I got to get there and just kind of see what things look like. There have and been then, a lot of changes. I, I would like to get you there and, and have you take a look and see what you think of all the changes. Actually, you know, I almost want to delay it a bit until the park is done, so that way we can check out the park, check out... Jesus Christ, you know what you really want? Well, you haven't seen Mecca Walgreens. Yeah, I have. Oh, oh, you did see. Okay, all right, all right. So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's If we give it, like, another year, you're going to have the park open. Although I think Tropicana's fucking Mecca prop thing isn't opening for, I don't know, fuck it. I'd like to get there for a long weekend sometime, maybe over the summer. I don't know. I'd like to do anything with you for a long weekend. <laughs> or a long something. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> Length does play a role in everything with you, Brian. And girth. We're yes. right back to all the dick jokes. Remember we used to get criticized for those all the time and we kind of diversified? No, people just, they just kind of expect it. Yeah. It's childish behavior. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like, more than likely your infant son who at some point, if he hasn't already discovered his dick and is like, Oh, he's discovered it. Oh, this is awesome down here. <laughs> What is this? Right. <laughs> I can't see it because I'm laying down and I can't lift my head off the ground, but boy, this is fun. Right. <laughs> uh, we're not going to get into that. Okay, so next story. O'Shea's expansion plans. Yeah, shortly after O'Shea's reopened in Link, chatter began about the possibility of an expansion. But based on the layout of the new O'Shea's, it makes the further expansion, say, into the quad. Like, say, if the quad isn't doing so great, just reduce their casino and expand O'Shea's, that isn't logistically likely. It's pretty complex the way they have that whole thing set up. However, it was announced this week that O'Shea's will be expanding, but not into the quad, into the space next to them. It was revealed that the deal with one of the restaurants located next to O'Shea's fell through, so O'Shea's will expand into that space. No word at this point as to which restaurant deal fell through, when they expect to begin expansion or when the expansion will open. Jesus, one week, Brian. <laughs> Massive success, bigger, triple, go, go now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. I don't, I don't really think, I don't know, how much, how much will expanding really help O'Shea's out? Yeah, I don't know, and here's the weird thing. The idea that they so quickly expand into that, like you almost get the impression in, I don't know, say 10 years or something like that, Mm -hmm. that all Link is is a couple stores, most abandoned, that giant high roller, and this massively long O'Shea's who just kept expanding to every place that they couldn't keep tenants in. It's like a cancer. <laughs> right. <laughs> of the dick, because it's long. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Long and stubby. Actually, that's not possible, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I was going to say, that's... Never mind. Those are, those are the opposites of each other, Brian. That can't happen. <laughs> that whole joke was just a terrible abortion. It was. <laughs> As I should have been. <laughs> oh, you haven't started drinking yet. It's a little early, I can tell. Yeah, you, right, you, can, you can sense the loathing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the self-hatred. It's not at bay. 
Like, oh, it's a little early. Mark's still hating himself. Right. Well. <laughs> right. Changes the dynamic of the show. There you go. All right. Uh, next up, we've got some renovation details going on over at the Golden Nugget. Yeah, Vital Vegas risked a stern talking to Ryan to share some details <laughs> <laughs> about the changes coming to Golden Nugget. First up, a large portion of the casino floor is under massive renovation. Slot machines and table games that formerly occupied the space can be found in a neat pile nearby. Plans are simply to refresh <laughs> the pile. Right. <laughs> they are. They took care. Right. Plans are to simply refresh the space and keep Golden Nugget the strip property on Fremont Street. Next up, Claim Jumper has replaced the Carson Street Cafe at the property. What is Claim Jumper, you ask? It's pretty much a cafe that Golden Nugget now gets rent from. They do have a track record of success with multiple locations in Vegas and 40 locations across the country. No word on exactly when it's going to open, but based on rendering, uh, not rendering, pictures, it's, it's going to be any time now. Setting up shop next to Claim Jumper is the Cadillac Tequila Cantina and Sports Bar. They're both owned by Landry, a successful company that has over 500 restaurants and multiple brands in the U.S., including owners of the Golden Nugget. And now, that is how you play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon with Golden Nugget in their Landry's. Or... I was never good at that game, Brian. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't serve any purpose in my life. No. no. Not at all. <laughs> so piss on it. Yeah, I don't care about it. <laughs> I don't care about that game. I don't really care about. I don't really care about what's going on at Golden Nugget either. I haven't been there like in twenty years. I agree with you. If it hasn't been crystal clear with that, you and I are very much. I don't. I don't want to sound derogatory, but we're we're very much the common man. I don't find properties like Bellagio and Wynn and Encore, and I don't find them appealing. They don't. They don't interest me. So Golden Nugget has never really, really kind of done it for me. I mean, there's well, nothing that, wrong like, with When I go to Vegas now, which doesn't happen very often at all anymore, um, you know, I don't go to Fremont Street. And I probably should. Oh, I um, think you, you, you have a shit ton of fun. I mean, I, I, I have had fun down there. But I don't know. I just, when I go there now, I just want to stay on Strip. Oh, I know. That's always the issue Kieran and I have. That's why we had such a big argument last week about the monorail expanding down to Fremont because I'm like I would like to go to Fremont and yet have the convenience of being on the strip whenever the fuck I want mm -hmm. yeah that's that's I think that's a great idea however I was rapidly attacked attacked <laughs> by our fucking listeners and my wife and told how irrational that concept was and I, my feelings were hurt well I don't think they, I don't think I think they're all out of line because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I all. agree with that I would like to be able to you know stay on strip and not have to go through the headache of trying to get down there and the headache of getting back and, you know, just hop on a monorail. Boom, there it is. Brian, we just recorded it. It just went on the internet. It's true. It's fact now. No one can dispute it now. No, it's You're totally all full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Screw them. No, I mean, it's not that I don't respect those properties for what it is. It's just not my taste. I don't, I don't right. really care. No, I, yeah, I totally Brian. agree. I understand. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, we've got some information on the TI ship return. That didn't, I didn't say that right. The ship has returned at TI. Oh, That's what happened. That is far better. I like it. The ship came back. Right. <laughs> it was gone, and now it's back. Right. It has returned from where it was formerly not, and yes. hence the reason for a return. Mm -hmm. You have to be gone in order to return. <laughs> right. It's how that whole cycle works. There's no really way around it. It's really complicated. It is. <laughs> Maybe so, we'll spend some time at some point breaking it down. Right. <laughs> there you go. The pirate ship specifically has returned. They've parked it in front of the northern area of Senior Frogs. 
The lake has been refilled with water, and a few cheap fountains have been set up around it. <laughs> a few. I like how it want to make sure. Just wanted a few fountains were added, but they were real cheap. Brian, it, trust me, <laughs> they were cheap. <laughs> <laughs> they set up a slip and slide. You, you've seen these fountains in every possible cheap hotel, not hotel, uh, 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 apartment complex that you've ever been to. Like, look, we have a lake of water. Ooh, look, it has, a, it has a fountain. Like going, that looks like a sprinkler. It, they try to dress up the description by calling it a water feature. Right. <laughs> but we all, it's like a glorified bird bath. Right. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> now, in an interview with Vegas.com, a TIVP said that they are exploring ideas on how to make Pirate's Cove more interesting than just a couple of ships sitting in water. However, they admitted their strengths lie in ruining things, not improving them. No, 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 it was revealed that there's very little chance that a show of some sort will return. That's that's unfortunate. It is, I agree. Later in the week, the first renderings of the Mecha TI project were finally revealed, and despite the fact that Treasure Island's exterior frontage is a pirate cove and the Mecha TI's facade is a is a modern design, the use of brown and faux wood kind of works with the rest of the property. Specifically, if you're walking south and you came upon TI, you wouldn't notice the clash until you saw the cove or, or seen your frog. So I guess there's something, but I don't know. I honestly wish they would just de-theme it so I can't complain about it anymore. Like, just <laughs> completely de-theme it and be like, hey, we're a casino. I'm like, all right, fine, you're a casino. That's great. Let's just let's move on. Yeah. How lame is that going to be? Just two giant pirate ships just sitting there. Yeah, without some sort of um, some inter- entertainment opportunity or, I don't know, something interesting, you know, more so than, you know, I don't know. And, and the other thing, too, I just thought about this. You know, we were complaining about how there's not going to be a show. Well, not necessarily complaining, but we're, I don't know. I feel some sort of, I feel a little bit of disappointment that there won't be a show, but um, the shows that they've had are bad, so. Right, that is, that is, is this So is it good or you know, I, I'm trying to kind of come to terms with whether or not I feel like it's a good thing that they're not going to have a show or not. Well, think about this. Those things are meant to interact, right? So why don't you just allow, you don't need actors and shit like that. Why don't you just allow every hour on the hour or something, like these two ships to just fight with each other. Just cannons boom over here, cannons boom over there, cannons boom, oh, one sinks. Like, that's it. You're that, like, I think that's cool. Actually, That was I was just thinking about that as you were saying it. Like, oh, it would be cool if they... They, they just, like, had a battle and then sunk one. That's what I mean. Think about it. The Mirage, the Fountains of Bellagio, these things don't have fucking storylines. They just do things. You're like, oh, look, that's pretty cool. Look what it's doing. Right, I like that. Yeah. I think that's what they should do. Get some people in there that can think real good and come up with a good idea. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Those folks don't get hired. He, he only <laughs> hires the Dollar General and the Walmart folks. <laughs> oh, bargain basement. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And our final story, Bacchanal addressing... Their issue with long lines. We actually addressed this a little bit uh, in the past. I can't remember if it was Bacchanal or somebody else, but I know we transitioned into how Disney does fucking everything. I think it was um, Rio. It might be, yeah. yeah. But since it opened, Bacchanal Buffet has been one of the most oh, popular it was, uh, Paris. in Vegas. It was Paris. Oh, that's right. That's right, because that's another one that's a giant pain in the ass. Now, as a result, they also have some of the longest lines in Vegas, right up there with Paris. So to address that issue, they have installed kiosks that allow people to enter their name and cell phone upon arrival. Then guests can leave and do whatever the hell they want. They will be text when their table is ready. Brilliant. Yeah, I agree, except there's one thing that bothers me about this, and I don't, I don't know if you feel the same. I don't mind giving out my email address to 
a billion places because it's super easy to, to ignore stuff like that. But giving my phone number out just seems like, I don't know. I almost wish I could just swap my Players Club card. It's like, I've already given them the information. I don't like that I'm giving you more information and then more people have my private shit. Well, you know, if you're going to swipe your card, you're essentially doing the same thing as typing it in. Yeah, I know. There's no real logic to it. It just makes me feel better. Yeah, well, whatever helps you sleep that night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, have we ever I mentioned know, I, I have care. I set up like, I set up, I have a couple different emails, and some of them I use for things like that. Like, I don't mind if you have this one. I don't want you to have this one, but I don't mind if you have this one. And with a phone number, it's like, well, I don't have that extra phone on me where I can just, I don't mind if you blow this phone up because I can just shut it off because I don't care about it. Right. But I, I think I think I just kind of feel like I'd rather, I'd rather have it go email, but I have a smartphone, and oddly... Even in this day and age, not everybody has a smartphone. Right. So, I guess that's kinda... a good point. I mean, if you just, it's so easy, you know, your phone goes off, you're just like, I'm not answering this shit. I don't know who the fuck this is. Yeah. And that's a good point. Now, now I've completely changed my opinion on this, Brian. No, okay. Well done, Bacchanal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good idea. Ultimately, I think it's a good idea. I, I'm not sure if uh, I'd be so happy about giving my phone number out, but, you know, I, I doubt they're going to use it for any other reason. More than I mean, likely not, yeah. yeah. So it's, okay. it's not like they're getting any demographic information from you. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. All right, well, that's it for news. Let's move on to some prop bets. First of which for this week, due to some poor writing and poor reporting on Mark's part. My part, yes. Yeah. All set right by Vital Vegas. The news stores at New York, New York, Swatch, iHeart, New York, New York, etc., are accessible both inside and outside of the property, as we originally reported them incorrectly. That was last week, right? Yeah, we we originally reported them correctly, and then I read another publication that gave the indication that you could only get to them inside, and I followed that and incorrectly mm-hmm. corrected my original statement, and now I'm correcting back to the further. Multiple, multiple so errors. Lost. Multiple errors on my part, Brian. It's a labyrinth of... Of lies. And of <laughs> deception. That's right. I apologize. I own up to it. I'm going to fall on the sword. <laughs> Vegas Chatter reported that the Rio Buffet hours of operations will be scaled back once Hash House Agogo opens at the property, no doubt in an attempt to drive traffic to the restaurant, because that's definitely how you accurately gauge success in patron traffic, Brian. <laughs> the Carnival Buffet will now open at 11 a.m. on weekdays. No word if this change is temporary or permanent. For those of you interested, Vegas Eater did a story on the recent $50 million renovation to the Nine Steakhouse at Palms. We will, of course, provide a link. One interesting detail, despite having a new menu, they will offer a best of nine section in their menu for most of the most popular dishes formally offered. Some of the most popular dishes formally offered. What did I say? M- most of the... Most popular. of the most? Yeah, I think so. Eh, shit happens. <laughs> for those of you unfamiliar with how to print photos, as well as raise some interest in the Polaroid photo bar, the company has yeah, set Polaroid. up a mobile shop in a van at Link. All you have to do is email a photo to van at tryphotobar.com. Wait about five minutes, and you'll get a free printed copy of your picture, just like they used to do in old-timey days. Brian, Brian, before, Brian, before, see, uh, I'm going to try that one more time. We're going to back up for a second. Just like they used to in old-timey days before we came upon this far better way to store our photos. Digitally. That was Um, an awful, awful, oh. Please write in and tell me what a fucking worthless piece of shit I am. For oh, that was okay. quality, Brian. I <laughs> you, I you will. Brian, you specifically <laughs> email me and tell me. <laughs> I'll definitely do that. Now the van is expected to remain until the link store opens or police learn of the child porn ring. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yes! Failed on one, hit on the other. Boom. Oh boy, that was uh, That is that's resurrection. That's redemption. That's redemption is what it is, not resurrection. It was dead, Polar Brian. Having a Polaroid camera was like the old school way of taking dirty pictures of your significant other. That's right, so you didn't have to have them developed by the fucking <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But sometimes some of us don't care to have those developed. Yeah, I mean, I guess every once in a while I might take a picture that I... I mean, I, I don't have the ability to take quality photos like people like Jamie Martinez and fucking John Coulson and Vegas. There's a shit ton of them. You just need to get yourself a nice camera. Yeah, that's possible, but some of the angles these people fucking get pictures of is just remarkable. I, it's I, not that. It's not, it's not that hard. I mean, don't take it the wrong way. I'm not devaluing the work of, of, right. um, of photographers. Not at all. Um, Try, trying to prevent one more extra cut just, today. <laughs> just like, just like, no, I mean, just like anything else. You practice that a little bit, you're going to get good at it. That's fair enough. I think I've been focused on drinking too much, so I just don't really pay attention when I'm in Vegas. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Contrary to the unfortunate popular belief, the iPhone camera really isn't all that great. Yeah, so I'm learning. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's okay. It's, well, good, for a, it's good for a phone. I agree. I, I'm just so lazy. I'm like, ugh. I'm gonna carry something else that does something else that yeah, is in that's my the thing you gotta yeah. you got you gotta get over that get if over you that shit. take that, that if you want to take pictures of that quality. I think I'll just let these people it. do it and then I'll say, yeah. hey, look what they did. There you go. <laughs> we'll just leave you to hating yourself. <laughs> Why not, Brian? It's inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right, tickets for Veronique Declare's show at Bally's are now available for purchase through June. I'm so happy she continues to have success. Mm -hmm. Yep. To make room for renovation. Vital Vegas is reporting that Binion's Cafe has relocated downstairs past Benny's Bullpen. It's nice to see that they, they can't open their goddamn hotel, but apparently people still want to eat there. <laughs> this week, the High Roller Observation Without Link started testing its nighttime lighting setup and revealed that it has multicolored lights. Ooh. Like Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Panda, the Chinese circ kung fu production show at Venetian, is actually getting lots of favorable reviews despite its theme and storyline, which is being referred to as as bad as most kung fu movies, but the action makes up for it. Panda. I, yeah, I can't. <laughs> it's too weird. I know they're saying, oh, look, it's family friendly, and then these people are very, you know, they're talented and whatnot, but at the same time, it's this thing I've always complained about, Cirque. I don't need to see someone bend themselves in half and suck their own cock. I believe it's possible. <laughs> I don't need to see it. It's just me. Moving on. <laughs> Continuing the crackdown on long hauling, Vegas Chatter is reporting that McCarran Airport, partnering with Nevada Taxi Cab Authority, have begun posting signs around the airport displaying the approximate mileage, time, and fare a cab ride from the airport should be to various Strip and Fremont properties. I'm so interested. Is that, I mean, maybe this is just the most inexpensive way to do this, but it, it's so weird that they're like, hey, we have technology that'll track all this. I'm like, well, why don't we try this first? Why don't we try that too? We'll, we'll let's do that first too. I don't know if they're delaying being able to rip off people from time to time or, I don't know. Handle things on a case-by-case -case basis. Fair enough. Those of you, like me, who have a soft spot for Classic Vegas, Vegas Chatter did a really detailed and interesting review of Riviera and their current state of affairs as well as plans for the future. Spoiler alert, it's good. Good stuff. <laughs> and finally, it was announced this week that Bobby Flay's Burger Palace 
located at the strip frontage of Mandarin Oriental next to Pinkberry and Starbucks, will open on January 29th at noon. Thank God, Brian, because when I want a fucking burger, I can't find it in Vegas. They're tough to find. Bullshit. They're tough to find. You know, burger places in Vegas are like Starbucks in any big city. Right, and anywhere in the world. Yeah, right. Well, we don't have a Starbucks here, Mark. You're serious? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like 12 a- people here. <laughs> You don't, you don't live right, in well, modern society, Brian. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Even Starbucks is like, eh, we're, we're going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're good here. Right. We're good. <laughs> Has McDonald's shunned you as well? No, no, no. No. <laughs> McDonald's like, we can make a couple bucks. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that place is always packed. <laughs> because it's the only amenity in the goddamn place. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Kicking off our Playing Vegas list for this week, Monday through Sunday, Brad Garrett is going to be at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club at MGM Grand. That show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will range from $76 to $99. Friday and Saturday, David Spade is at the Venetian. The show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets run $74 to $187. On Saturday, Travis Pastrana's Nitro Circus is at the MGM Grand. The show starts at 7.30. Tickets will range from $49 to $221. And also for Saturday, Lil John is at Surrender Nightclub at Encore. Show starts at 11. Tickets will be 30 bucks for ladies, 44 for guys. Table service for four will run you $860. Damn, that's a lot of money. I'm just making hand over. I swear if we ever expand into a business, it's got to be a nightclub. <laughs> I doubt we will, but that's a good idea. <laughs> let's, let's table that for now. All right, let's put a pin in it. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals. to save you some money in planning your trip to Vegas or while you're in Vegas, we have Vegas deals. First deal for this week, we've got some Super Bowl deals. Are we allowed to say that? We are actually. Uh, I can't remember who coached me on it, but it was since we aren't aver- uh, if, since we aren't using it to advertise what we're doing, there's nothing wrong with that. The fact that we're referencing that these deals have something to do with the Super Bowl isn't an issue. Ah, I got it. Okay, cool. That's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah, neither did I until someone told get, me. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Right. All right. Once again, Vegas Chatter put together a comprehensive list on all the options you have to enjoy the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. One example of what you can find is Gillies at TI offering you all you can eat and drink. That starts at 2 p.m. on game day, and that'll run you 100 bucks. Food will include chicken wings, pork sliders, hot dogs, and popcorn. Drinks include draft beer and well cocktails. Seating will be first come, first serve, uh, and the doors for that open at noon. You know, I've always wanted to go to Vegas. Have you ever been to Vegas for the Super Bowl? No, but it's a kind of a ritual for my some of my family. See, I've always wanted to try it, but we, a couple years ago, stayed, I think it was at Planet Hollywood, and we specifically did it when it was the, I think it was the, the season opener for the NFL. And about halfway through the day, I thought it was really weird. I'm like, why the fuck am I sitting here watching TV while I'm in Las Vegas? 
and it just it, it ruined it for me for the rest of the day. But then again, this is one game, and I think one of the things that I think would be fun is I'm not traditionally much of a prop bet guy, mm-hmm. and I think it would be really fun to bet on stupid shit like the coin flip and who scores first and shit like that. I don't know why I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I think it can be fun. My family's not they don't ever they they don't really stay there anymore, but I know that they do very much enjoy the uh, Bellagio sports book. Oh really? And I know I know that last time I think it was maybe a Super Bowl last year they were at the. They're at the Bellagio Sportsbook for the Super Bowl. Quality. Yeah. Next up, we have an MGM Grand Deal. It's a summer deal. The deal is for stays from April 1st through September 29th. Room rates start at $75. You get $25 in pool beverage credits per day. Ooh. You also get a... I'll get you one can of soda. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) You also get a B12 Slim Shot at Revive. For $20, which it normally runs 30 And lastly, you get comped entrance into Wet Republic, but only on Thursday and Monday when they can't get anyone into the place. Uh, <laughs> the deal is good now until September 29th. And our final deal for this week, Planet Hollywood has a room deal. We'll share that with you. Uh, they're calling it the top secret deal. Well, it's not going to be a secret anymore. <laughs> I've ruined it. Yes. Rates range from as low as 47 to $130 a night on average, and then 115 to 255 on weekends. That deal is going to be good through November 1st. All right, that's going to do it for Vegas Deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. All right, we've got a list of entertainment opportunities for you on coming attractions this week, the first of which being Amy Schumer will be at the Mirage Friday and Saturday, February 7th and 8th. That show starts at 10. Tickets will run you 62 bucks. Brian Link has chosen to make a statement of what to expect when it comes to their outdoor live performance offering. And that statement, Brian, is awful music. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're holding a music festival building up to the American Country Music Awards on Sunday, April 6th. Yeah, I mean, we're not fans, but, you know. Everyone Some people like it. Yeah, everyone doesn't have to like what we fucking like. But the headliners... Half, half, of, half of America likes it. <laughs> America. <laughs> Rascal Flatts and... A lot of the people I live around more than likely do. Uh, yeah. Rascal Flatts and Keith Urban will be headlining the American Country Music Festival for a cause at Link, April 4th and 5th. The main stage will be located right in front of the high roller. No word when live performances will begin, but considering the multiple other acts planned and the fact that this is called a festival plans are it'll start around like two or three two-day passes to the festivities start at 64 dollars. i also now live in uh pickup truck and country music land really i didn't realize uh indiana was like that uh, actually there's a certain point you get for, you know far enough south okay it just very abruptly turns into that. It's very weird. We're actually lucky in Memphis. Country is not the predominant. You're looking more at jazz and blues. Actually, more blues than anything. Blues and yeah. some rock and roll. So we're kind of lucky in that aspect. I haven't bumped into too many. However, the people around here talk like they are retarded, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel bad for the southern accent because it can be, with the right person, you know, very charming, very sweet, and for the wrong person, sound like they are one step away from Down syndrome. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brian, I'm just speaking from experience, all right? Don't judge it. <laughs> You're looking to alienate one or more people this week. <laughs> this week, Brian? <laughs> well, each each and every week. Right. It's kind of the focus of the show. <laughs> it's a core. <laughs> the essence, if you will. <laughs> 
All right. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the Whoa, whoa, or, homie. We just skipped over three people. Oh, my God. We really did. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Nick Swardson is at the Mirage on Friday, March 28th. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Nick Swardson, Mirage, Friday, March 28th. Show starts at 10. Tickets will run $62. Wayne Brady is at the Mirage Friday, April 11th. Show's going to start at 10 p.m. Tickets run $62 to $85. And Adam Carolla is coming to Treasure Island Friday, February 21st. Show starts at 9. Tickets will start at $35. Now it's time. Now. Now I get to go. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right. That'll do it for coming attractions. Let's move on to the river. This week, we're going to talk about Bally's Technologies Pawn Stars. It's a five-reel, 25-line video slot available in all denominations with a 250-credit max bet. It's based off the insanely popular TV show of the same name and features its most recognizable characters in Rick, the Old Man, Corey, and Chumley. The game has two 22-inch video screens, a bonus wheel on top of those, as well as a surround sound chair. Before you begin to play, you get to choose from whom you would like to play the game as. Who you pick will determine the colors, pictures, and symbols you see in the game. It also makes any wins with that character symbol in the base game and the free spins bonus double in value. Now, during the base game, a random item selection feature allows you to pick from 20 options to reveal not only a credit award, but also an item that can be used to sell at the pawn shop later. All items collected are placed in the inventory for you to use should you trigger the negotiation bonus. So on to the bonus rounds. When you get a diamond bonus symbol on the first and fifth reels, you get to spin the bonus wheel. This spin will determine if you receive instant credit prizes or enter into one of the bonus rounds, which include free games, the Chumley video bonus, the treasure bonus, or the negotiation bonus. This is done by either touching the game screen or the iDeck LCD button pad on the game deck. You also have the option of spinning the wheel clockwise or counterclockwise. In the treasure bonus, you get to watch a video from one of the stars of the show, then awarded a multiplier that can be anything from four to 60 times your total bet. There are three Chumley bonus features. In each, you're awarded a multiplier based on what your total bet was ranging this time from two times to 20 times. However, depending on which one you land on, you can see Chumley dressed up as either a pharaoh, a leprechaun, or a cowboy, each with a special video. The free spin bonus can award 10 to 20 spins with a random multiplier of up to three to six times. And finally, the negotiation bonus. This is the feature bonus. Here, either the old man, Rick, Corey, or Chumley will appear and ask you to choose one of the items you have earned during the base games. If you haven't been awarded any items during the base game, the bonus will automatically give you one. Once you select the item, the bonus round simulates what it would be like to attempt to sell something in the store. Sometimes you'll simply receive a credit offer for the item, but usually negotiations begin. When that happens, you'll be asked, how much were you looking to get out of this? Here you will see several amounts listed on the screen to choose from. Depending on the one you select, you can receive a response like, I can't pay that much, I'll give you. The negotiations continue like this until you eventually find a price somewhere in the middle. In some cases, just like the show, the authenticity of your item can be called into question. In these cases, you can either accept the last offer you were given or allow an expert to determine if it's real or not. 
If the item you're trying to sell is real, you'll receive double the last offer you were made. If your item is a fake, you get nothing. <laughs> Karen actually had one of the most successful <laughs> gambling slot gambling expeditions. Yeah, that I don't remember. And no I, no recollection. <laughs> this woman owned this fucking machine. This is at the beginning of 360 Vegas Vacation. Well, yeah, this is one where uh, I think it was on Twitter. Matt well, posted I, the but, picture. Well, correctly, not, not 360 Vegas Vacation. The trip that led to that because we were in Vegas for a good four days before 360 Vegas vacation started. Well, this was the first day we met Matt. Right, right. We went down to Luxor to enjoy yeah. tender and the cheese and wine and whatnot and we saw the pawn stars. We're like, go for it. This chick was fucking on fire. No recollection no, of ever playing honestly, the game. Well, we talked about this on the show. It was the next morning <laughs> that I'm like, how? Where is Matt taking this picture of me? I don't remember. And how did I get this much money? Wow, <laughs> you guys wow. are just like, what? I, so apparently I played it twice. Right. Unfortunately, the only one that I remember is the one that I did not do so well in. Well, I mean, that's the same with every slot. It, it's You can determine how good of a game it is depending on how well you did. Some of the dumbest, shittiest slots you've ever played could be good to you if you had a super lucky you know, run with yeah. them. But in this game, I thought the game, being that I had the opportunity to try it at G2E, I thought it was a really, really fun game. And if you remembered yours, I think you would agree with me. <laughs> I, 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 well, I agree in the fact that uh, I had a shitload of money in my pocket at the end of the day. So that was good. Clearly you did something right. <laughs> Apparently. And Matt had a picture of me with my arms raised over my head like, yes. <laughs> so, you just couldn't. Like, Matt and I score. had nothing. And you were just like, boom, boom. Like, everything you could possibly do was ridiculous. <laughs> and that was our review of Bally Technologies Pawn Stars. If you'd like to take a look at the show notes we have for the segment, as well as a video of the game in action, just go to 360vegaslots.com. It's been a while since we've done a, a slot review. It was nice to nice to hear one again. But It reminds me of the days of uh, Matt. It does. It does. Although I wrote this because he can eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. But no, that's not true. I mean, he would prefer to, but he doesn't have to. <laughs> he, would, he would love it. Right. <laughs> He doesn't need to be forced upon. <laughs> it's been so long since I've sat down at a slot machine. You know what? I'm actually starting to stray away from them, too. No, I mean, not, not, not by choice. I mean, I just haven't gone to it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I, I don't... I think it's just because... And you know me. I tend to get really focused on shit. And right now, I'm just really into blackjack. So it's like anything else kind of annoys me. Except maybe yeah, you like kinda, You kind of go like... You kind of like go in um, like trends. Right, like, right. Yeah. Well, and once I fully get it figured out, because it's not like I still don't love video poker and I still don't enjoy slots. It's just I'm trying to figure this thing out. Once I do, then it just expands all the things I'm mm -hmm. interested in. Sure, sure. All right. Well, that'll do it for the river. Uh, let's move on. We got some listener feedback, actually. This is going to be a fun game, man. Mm, let's do it. All right. John Williams wrote to us. Wait, the composer? Yes, it is him. He's a huge fan of this. Oh Star God, Wars, 360 Vegas. It's awesome. He, he needs was, to do. He needs to do a theme for us. He was actually the gentleman who who sent us the. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so he sent us a game that I find is incredibly intriguing. Why don't we take turns on the questions? I'll start off. The entire game is Would You Rather. First one, have a daily $500 bankroll for food and drink, or for gambling. Uh, gambling. Definitely gambling. Yeah, I would agree with you. I don't necessarily need to spend that kind of cash on food, and I don't necessarily... I'm also a picky guy when it comes to that shit. Yeah, you just want pizza, and then you get drinks while you're gambling for free, so... Right. And I enjoy a good meal, but I, I, I don't... I don't know. I don't, I don't need to try and have that kind of decadence all day. Yeah, though. I don't need a big multi-course right. extravagant meal. Yeah. 
All right, what do you got? What's next? All right, the next one is be trapped in an elevator with Carrot Top or Chris Angel. This one's tough. Yeah, this is tough. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. It's got to be Carrot Top because if it were Chris Angel, I'm pretty sure even if we were only going down an elevator for like three flights, he'd annoy the fuck out of me. Whereas Carrot <laughs> Top, I think, is going to try. He's going to try to make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I... Um, Somebody, in my, I can't remember who it was in my family, actually went, they, they paid and went to see Carrot Top. And they said that he was actually really funny. I, Karen and I have done it. He is really funny. He gets so much shit, but the guy is funny. Stuff, see, but I, I find that funny, though. I don't have an issue with that. Well, if you're into that sort of thing, well, I, Yeah, good. if you are. All right. <laughs> uh, now, what would you rather do? Get a rub and tug from Celine Dion or Marie Osmond? Um, seeing how I, see, and I can't. There's no way, even even if I if I was informed, there's no way to intelligently answer this question. Of course. Um, I don't know what either of them really look like these we're, days. We're not we're not speaking to the quality of the hand job. We're just talking about the person from your from your memory. I I don't know. Um, let's go with Celine Dion. See, I would go with Celine Dion too because I think Marie Osmond looks like a freak now with some really shitty plastic surgery. I would yeah, be afraid. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So I I'd want to steer clear of that. All right. You're up next. Spend the day with Benny Binion or Jay Sarno? Benny Binion, without a doubt. Jay Sarno, to me, seems like the kind of guy that talks about, oh, my God, you know what we should do, guys? We should do just this fucking ridiculous, over-the-top thing. You're like, that doesn't make any fuck. Why would we do that, Jay? That's the dumbest thing ever. No, it'll be cool if we just try this. Whereas Benny Binion's like, you know, I killed a guy. <laughs> I'm like going, please tell me more, Benny. This sounds so awesome. Would you mind elaborating? Right. <laughs> Which one? Oh, Benny, you rock. Come on, the man. You're, you're, you're hardcore. The man pioneered free drinks in Vegas. Who doesn't want to hang out with that guy? Yeah, really. Next up, spend an evening with Gordon Ramsay or Ice-T's wife, Coco. This is tough, but I, I'm going to have to go with Gordon Ramsay. I have to agree with you for one reason. I will be in his presence so I can hit him. <laughs> I like that, but you know, I might get some. I might find some entertainment value in seeing him just totally berate somebody. Oh, God damn it! See, that's the problem, right? You can't encourage him. You can't encourage him. Or he does <laughs> what he's just doing. go off on a tangent. That's right. Oh. All right. Next, drive dune buggies or shoot machine guns. This is fucking tough, man. I, I gotta say, oh, I swear that. Um, you know what? I can drive a car. I know a dune buggy is a more fun version, but I would get all dirty and shit. At least with a fucking machine gun, I'd get a massive raging heart on. It'd be Viagra-esque. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with that. <laughs> all right. For every reason. Awesome. <laughs> I literally did not miss one thing of, of detail to cover there. No. Next up is be a personal masseuse to Louis Anderson or David Copperfield. Yeah, yeah, David Copperfield. This it's, is pretty easy. It's, yeah, I totally agree with you because the guy might yeah, like just do a trick. Just do a trick. <laughs> Show me how you disappear. Right. <laughs> do that. Do that one. <laughs> Louis Anderson, I'd probably end up killing. <laughs> I would. I. I. I would kill myself so I didn't have to <laughs> massage him. <laughs> Before he even arrived in there. <laughs> Anyone with the name Louis Anderson, if I were a masseuse, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, Louis Anderson's coming in," like, I, just. By definition, like, oh, boom. Actually, you know what? It would be really funny because then David Copperfield would do his really corny trick that he's, or his little line that he's been doing for all of his performances his whole career was, hey, I thought this was David Copperfield, not David Copperfield. <laughs> have you ever seen him? I have seen him. The first trip Karen and I went to Vegas, we 
got, it was one of those last minute things and we got front row seats to him and he flirted with Karen like the whole fucking show. I'm not bullshitting you. Like That's I thought cool. for sure. He was was it like Wayne Newton from Vegas Vacation? <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but every single time he would look in our direction, you could tell without a doubt he was looking at her. I thought for sure he was going to pull her up on the stage at some point, but he never did. Yeah, the whole David Copperfield thing, I, rem I remember that pretty well. <laughs> nice. All right. Would you like to be a Vegas tour guide for Christian Bale or Christopher Nolan? Christopher Nolan, without a thought, because the guy could, like, as I, as I show him things, my guess is he would be able to just come up with really creative, adventurous things, like, going, what if he did something like this? And it's like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. Christian Bale, I'm pretty sure, would beat me up. <laughs> but you don't know how to deal with actors, man. That's what that is. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what that is, man. <laughs> Like, like, no, I'm, but originally it only had these two towers, Christian. It only had two. You don't know how to deal with that. Right. <laughs> What's your name? Right. It's Brian. It's Brian, Mr. Bale. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And lastly, spend a weekend in Vegas with the boys or the wife. Ah. Uh. This is that's that's actually kind of a tough decision. He encourages you. He encourages you to choose wisely, and I I encourage you to answer honestly. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say the wife. I 100% agree with you because, and people can make fun of this. Yeah, I don't do whatever. care what anybody says. Yeah. Well, I, you don't listen or hear any of it, so no, why would I you be afraid of it? <laughs> I only know what you tell me. Happens. But but in all honesty, I feel the one time I went to Vegas by myself, and I'm sure it would have been different if I was with you know just the guys or whatever, but. It felt weird to not have my wife around. Like, anytime I do something fun, like, if my wife isn't with me, the first thing I keep thinking of, like, oh, I can't wait to tell Karen this. So it would really just kind of be a series of that. Like, to me, she's one of the boys, just the one with the most awesome parts. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like, the rest of you guys suck in that area. Fucking yeah. awesome yeah. shit this chick's got. I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? It's tough because it would be really fun to go with just the guys. But, like... You know, my wife is my best friend. Right. And, you know, like if other people feel like that they wouldn't want to do that and that their wife isn't their best friend, then I'm sorry you married the wrong person. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Not to mention, Brian, on tap pussy in Vegas. Oh, yeah. It's readily available. Right. So why wouldn't you want that? Isn't that half of what's going on in Vegas is like going, I want to gamble, get drunk. I guess it would be a third. Gamble, get drunk, and get laid. Like going, boom. That's an, important, that's an important third, though. Every fucking night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> that was an awesome game. Thanks so much, John. Yeah, that was fun. I'm glad we did that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you guys very much for listening and following the show. We appreciate your support each and every week. Uh, this was episode 119. Uh, if you'd like to take a look at any of the links for any of the stories we referenced on this week's show, you can find those over on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to email us, you can do that at 360vegaspodcast.gmail.com. Also on the blog, you can also find links to all of our social media, social media outlets, I guess you would say. And don't forget, you can support the show by going to the blog, clicking on the Amazon banner, and making a purchase of some kind if you are going there. You may as well take a detour and stop on our blog, and you can support the show at the same time. It's appreciated. Yeah, very much appreciated. We appreciate you. And your money. <laughs> <laughs> and that, Actually, you know, it's funny, though, because... They're not actually giving us any money. They're just shopping. That's actually why we always encourage the shopping because yeah. obviously people can donate directly to us, but it just makes us feel better when it's like, just do what you're doing. Just make sure you go, hey, we also like them. So they're like, all right, we'll give us a fuck. Just set your Amazon link to our our blog. And nice. then you just, it's just one extra click. 
Oh, yeah. That's actually, it would probably be pretty inconvenient, but it's not really. No. <laughs> so just do it. I don't understand okay. why we're still talking about this. Yeah, that's so easy. There's no point to continue talking right. about it. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for episode 119. Thank you again. We appreciate you listening and downloading the show. Yeah. After a questionable TKO last February, I'm making my triumphant return to the mountains and will once again snowboard. Snowboard? Snowboard, Ryan. There's a B in there. But I'm going to snowboard down upon them in a recreational manner. So, <laughs> well, so, good luck with that endeavor, and uh, right. I hope you do not uh, go face first into some very hard, immovable object. I, I, I would prefer like, to like the ground. I would prefer. I would prefer to. I, I just don't want you to. I don't, I don't want to see you break your face again. Oh, really? Because you're it, a sweetheart. That prob- well, it probably hurt a lot. And oh, I don't remember most of it, Brian. <laughs> then I was under anesthetic when they were putting it back together. So and then I slept you a know, whole lot after that. So you know what you should do? What's you up? should get one of those GoPro camera attachments so that way if you do beef it again like mm-hmm. it'll all be caught and we can just relive the moments awesome That's right. without but without the pain and suffering post human and expensive and expensive hospital bills <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so the point of that was that uh you're gonna get to enjoy a review next week and we will see you in two